Would have seen this dude all over the internet. Uh, his name is Gary Vaynerchuk, and I love him because he is no bullshit. <laughs> He's on the air with us. Gary, good morning. Good morning. How are you guys? Yeah, we're good. We're good. We're excited that you're in Brizzy. And I tell you what we do. We love watching you on um, Instagram, and I always get nervous when someone comes up and asks you a question. I'm like, how could they be so dumb to ask that one? <laughs> <laughs> they, missed, they blew their shot. Right? Yes, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> So, I, I mean, look, at the end of the day, I think every, you know, every question is personal, right? Like mm. something that you and I might have totally figured out is confusing to somebody else and vice versa. That's true. For someone who hasn't seen you online, can you give us a quick overview of your story and what it is that you do? I'm an entrepreneur. I run a, uh, a 900 person advertising and publishing agency uh, that is global based in the U.S. Um, I got there via being born in the former Soviet Union, an immigrant in the U.S., hustler kid in the 80s and 90s when that was being an entrepreneur and a hustler wasn't cool. It was about being a student. Baseball cards, football cards, basketball cards, lemonade. Eventually worked at my dad's liquor store, launched one of the first e-commerce wine businesses, took over my dad's business and grew it from a four to a $60 million business, became a YouTube uh, sensation a couple months after it launched doing a wine show, back in 2006, became an investor in early stage internet companies in the mid 2000s, uh, was an early investor in Facebook, Twitter, Tumblr, Uber, uh, obviously did very well with that. And in 2009 started this agency called VaynerMedia where we do social media content and media buying and digital and now traditional for the biggest brands in the world like Budweiser and GE and things like that. Uh, and then along the way wrote five New York Times bestselling books uh, produced a blog and a podcast that's one of the most kind of watched in the business entrepreneurial uh, arenas and uh, kind of live in it. So that's all we've mildly, got time for now. successful, so. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You've done okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, being, a, being an immigrant in America and then making it so good, uh, coming from the former uh, USSR, what are your thoughts on uh, how the country's going at the moment with Trump at the helm? Uh, you know, I'm not super pumped about it. Obviously, I feel like a fear... And, and kind of defense is always a bad formula for countries, for, for humans, for businesses. And I think that there's a, there's a lot of, uh, globally, this is happening across the world. There's just a, too much of uh, people putting up walls and nationalism. And, and that, you know, to me, that's defense. And so not my favorite vibe. I always um, like hearing stories like yours because I will look back at anything that I've done. I'm like, I kind of enjoy the struggle of being able to achieve something. But I feel like we live in a society where everything's like, we've got to be happy. Everything's got to be great. I don't want to get anxiety because everything should be perfect. But do you feel that we're so obsessed with that that no one enjoys the what you would say would be the hustle? I love you for the way you brought that up. So the way you even said it is very passionate to me because – uh, in a world where people are trying to eliminate adversity and we all have to be happy, it actually ends up that everybody's upset. Yeah. Mm. Because, in re- because in real life, every day there's something that brings adversity. And so I'm with you. I think eighth place trophies and, and you know, being your PR agent on social media is leading to depression and anxiety and, uh, and mental health issues. And I'm proud that I talk about eating crow and crap and, you know, work, you know, I still, you know, love the fact that I fly 30 hours to Australia and I get right on stage and speak. And uh, to me, the hustle and the grind and the process is the payoff, not, not the financial or things you buy with it. And I think, uh, unfortunately, 99% are confused.
Yeah. Because it happens even in our industry of radio. You know, when you first get on air for the first time, you're like, we have made it. I remember, 100%. It, I remember at 15 going on air for the first time and thinking, if this is all I ever do, I'm, I've made it. And mm. then as your career gets bigger, you get whingier and sookier about the things that you dreamed of and you complain about it now. And I think that happens a lot with people in all careers. I, I couldn't agree with you more. And, and it falls into two things, one that's good and one that's bad. The, the good one is it's amazing that people continue to evolve and aspire and care about other challenges once they've achieved something. I'm incredibly bad at smelling the roses. I achieve something and I don't want to do anything with it anymore because I'm on to the next challenge and that's my process. Okay. Uh, the, bad one, the bad one is you lose perspective, right? You start complaining about things to your point that 10 years ago you would have ripped your arms off yeah. to be involved in. And I do think that in that balance, I never lose perspective. I'm so grateful. I'm completely, completely grateful but I'm equally massively ambitious. Mm. And I think that those two things pull from opposite directions, but in that friction between gratitude and ambition creates an enormous amount of happiness for me. Talking about smelling things, Gary, how do you like the, uh, the wine here in Australia? Just admit how beautiful it is. Cause it does even smell and taste nice, right? Well, so you know what's fun about this is when you document your life on the internet, you, you have something to point to. So everybody who's listening who thinks I might be kind now and cordial yeah. and polite, yeah. they don't know me well enough. I like to shoot it straight. You can go watch videos of me from 12 years ago speaking that Australian wines, specifically from Margaret River, uh, McLaren Vale, are underrated globally. And so in the late 90s, I was a huge advocate in the U.S. for all premium wine, not named Penfolds, because that's all that Americans do. <laughs> yeah. And uh, and so I'm a yes, I'm a I'm a huge advocate. I do think a lot of the Barossa Valley Shirazes got too big and too yeah. sweet. Um, but but I'm I'm an incredibly big fan of the wines of this region. Well, yeah. Can you, for our yeah. listeners, talk about your theory on not caring about other people's opinions? Because I think this is a big one, and it's something um, that I love to watch online. If people are looking to step into something new in their lives, yeah, I mean, I mean, uh, you know, unhappy people leaving negative comments of people that are striving is stopping a lot of people from doing what they actually were meant to do or want to do. I, I just can't wrap my head around somebody letting their pessimistic mother or father or an anonymous comment on an Instagram post stop them from living their lives. Unfortunately, that's the far majority of how people navigate their lives. We are absolutely trying to keep up with the Joneses or crippled by people's whispering behind our backs. Yeah, it's true. Uh, Facebook has become a bit of a horrible place. So you say that there's a lot of people... In, on... Real quick, real quick. Yeah, yeah. Facebook and Instagram are not horrible places. They're exposing our truth. Uh-huh. Humans, humans are unbelievably good at creating misery loves company dynamics. Mm-hmm. That's true. You know, you know, to me, the thought that I would spend time going on somebody's account and leaving something negative is laughable. Why would I waste that one minute? But, you know, for me, when people leave negative comments about me or when relatives or friends or associates push back and, and against me, I feel bad for them, not for me. Yeah, it's true. Uh, a lot of people you see on your Instagram are too afraid to ask you questions uh, and then do it afterwards, come up uh, in person. I would hate to leave this interview uh, wishing that I had asked a question. So, Gary, uh, can I have $10,000, please? Uh, Australian or American? I don't care. <laughs> 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 you 
you'll take well fine i will give you ten thousand monopoly dollars tomorrow <laughs> i'm gonna i'm gonna take full advantage of that i'm gonna go on ebay and buy ten thousand dollars worth of monopoly money it will be at your radio station next week <laughs> thank do you, you know, appreciate do you know that. it's very funny gary <laughs> do you know that that man that asked you that is actually skydiving out of a plane carrying ten thousand dollars cash that we're gonna let him let l- loose and people can just f- be on the ground just grabbing it I've always said to a lot of my friends that radio, radio people understand guerrilla and viral marketing better than anyone. That's true. When I hear you say that, I'm like, that is so right. Because of, <laughs> because, because of radio doesn't have the benefit of visuals, I think they're incredibly creative by comparison to other mediums. I love you guys for doing that. You would have loved then being someone who runs a wine company. We actually built a raft out of what we call goon wine here. So it's wine in a sack. We blew up yep. 300 sacks of wine after drinking them all <laughs> and built a raft out of it and crossed the river in the middle of the city. We desperately need to become friends, guys. <laughs> <laughs> actually, your wine, we are, we're looking at doing we're something looking again next, next year. year. Yeah. Would your wine company be interested on coming yes. on board? Yes. Yes, just reach out to me just like this. Done. Right. There we done. go. Great. We are done. Wow. Um, you got to check him out. Only, only, only if I can participate in the drinking of the 300 bags. Of course oh, you can. Gary, well, yes. Of course you can. Yes. <laughs> I won't be pregnant then next year, so absolutely. <laughs> Look forward to it. Uh, got to see him. Gary Vaynerchuk. Tickets to Success Squared with Gary Vaynerchuk. It's uh, tonight. Brisbane Entertainment Centre. GaryVaynerchuk.com slash events is the place to go. Go and see this guy uh, because even from watching his videos, I realized I was being lazy and I've now started working working on a podcast, which I would yeah. have never have done if I hadn't have watched your videos. So um, people will get inspired by you. Thank you guys so much. I'm so, so humbled to be on the show. Thank you, Gary. Thank you. Before Thanks, you go, uh, yeah. could I just get one quick thing saying, hey, it's Gary Vaynerchuk, and I'm coming up with Stav, Abby, and Matt. Stav, Abby, and Matt? That's it. Hey, guys, it's Gary Vaynerchuk, and I'm coming up with Stav, Abby, and Matt. Brilliant, mate. Appreciate it. Thank you very Thank much. You, Thank you, Thank Han. You. Bye. Thank you, Han. Bye-bye.